Patterson Foundation strengthens people, organizations, and communities by focusing on issues that address mutual aspirations, foster wide participation, and encourage learning and sharing. Each day, each one of us goes beyond the blog. Join the journey. Welcome to Beyond the Blog Podcast, a strategic communications evolution of the Patterson Foundation. Hi, I'm Kier Lewis, Initiative Support Coordinator with the Patterson Foundation, and your host today looking further into how the Patterson Foundation's approaches this philanthropic work with joyful stewardship in a way others are not doing, cannot do, or will not do. And to help me do that is Jennifer Bush, founder and president of JB Advisors, a firm helping organizations navigate transitions and legacy planning. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. You know, before we dive into the concept of joyful stewardship, I think it's important that we rewind a little bit and learn more about your role in contributions especially as TPF's governing board made TPS values back in 2009. So to give us some background, in what capacity have you worked with TPF and for how long? I've worked with TPF since its beginning, actually since they hired Deborah Jacobs as its president and CEO. Uh, Before that time, they were doing a little bit of work, but once they decided to have a major presence or to become more active, I began working with Deborah and the governing board to define what they were going to do. They had a blank slate, and there was literally zero definition for what this foundation was going to do, what it was going to be. And so I worked with Deborah and the three members of the designation committee at that time to define the values and to define their initial focus. And I've worked with now the governing board since 2009. How does one go tackling such an enormous body of work, helping an organization kind of develop their values, their approaches and direction was going to be directing their work? Well, we started with Dorothy Patterson and did a lot of research and understanding and talking to people who knew her, one of whom was John Berteau, to understand what her values were and to understand what her interests were and to find out more about how the money was made in order to give it away, you know, in order to create this foundation. After figuring out kind of what mattered to Dorothy Patterson, that's when they defined the nine legacy projects that were both to honor her legacy and to give them time to figure out the future. Once we defined kind of her legacy, then we looked at, well, what are the values that really matter to us? Because we've been entrusted, these three members of the designation committee and Deborah were entrusted with um, the opportunity and the responsibility to invest this money in the community in a way that was would be great for the community, ultimately. Values are really organic. They're not top-down. They're you know, what matters to us as individuals, and then what does that mean in terms of how we want to run this foundation, this idea of doing what others are not doing, cannot do, or will not do, that was at the very core of their focus. That's where they wanted to invest. And then looking at what are the values that are going to undergird our work. You know, the way I think about values are they define 
how we want to travel on our journey. So if you think about, and what are the things we will do? What are the behaviors we will do? And what are the behaviors that will cross the line and are really don't reflect who we want to be? So if you think about being the foundation that invests and supports the community in ways that others are not, cannot, or will not do, that's the work, right? And then the question is, how are we going to do that work? So that, and those are the values. How are we going to go down that road? I appreciate that illustration. And as people who run the initiatives, people who are involved in the initiatives, it's always really important for them to understand our values in order to be able to continue the work and the approach. And to be part of the journey. And to be part of the journey and not this is the answer. So this value says that TPF undertakes with joyful stewardship philanthropic work in ways others are not doing, cannot do, or will not do. What what does that mean? Or how does that impact TPF and the way it does its work? Well, what's important is for TPF to make all decisions from a place of their values, okay? And Mrs. Patterson gave TPF both opportunity tremendous flexibility and a responsibility to use her resources that she was leaving productively and in a way that would benefit the community. And one of the things that, you know, you can, you can look at things, either the glass is half full or the glass is half empty. And the members of the designation committee, or the governing board now, and Deborah Jacobs, they're all very much optimists. They all see possibilities. So that's, and I think Deborah coined a new term called possibilitarian. The idea is that we're all about the possibilities. And if we're about possibilities, then we're giving hope. When you work for TPF, you have a lot of enthusiasm and optimism and hope for what's possible. So when you look at an issue like grade-level reading and you see what the numbers are and how those numbers at third grade impact graduation from high school, which then impacts the ability to have a job and who's going to end up in jail, they've got statistics that show all that, it can look daunting, and it can look pretty depressing at times, especially when what you're doing is just a small piece in the overall work, the overall community. So joyful stewardship is having that optimism and being hopeful and looking for all the possibilities. We're looking at, well, could we do it differently? What else could we do that might be helpful? As an example, when they started hiring people to work for TPF as consultants, being joyful and hopeful was kind of a criteria for for being hired. It was a criteria for who are we going to bring in, you know, to help us make things happen. 
It's how we approach the work. We're wise stewards of the money. We're not wasting money. We're going to spend it responsibly, and we're going to hold ourselves accountable for how it's being spent. So, And we're also acting as stewards of the community to the extent it's appropriate for us to do so. TPF immersions, for those who also may be listening, is who may be thinking, is that just another retreat? What exactly is a TPF immersion and how does really, truly the joyful stewardship show up in TPF immersions? When I think about joyful stewardship at the immersions, everybody has a great time. There's a tremendous amount of creativity. And yes, it's like a retreat. It's, it's a chance to go off-site, to have everybody together, to cross initiatives, to learn from each other, and to share examples of success and to explore new ways of doing things. One of the things that shifted is the first couple of ones I did, I led, facilitated with Deborah and Michael and a couple of other people. But over time, especially since the fellows program has come into being, they're now in charge and they create the immersion and lead the immersion. And there's all kinds of creative exercises. And oftentimes we do things to have people demonstrate the values and have the values come to life. Well, that's twofold. One, it's to, you know, have a lot of fun and learn from each other. But it's also a way to make sure people get what those values are, (laughs) you know. But it's interactive because we learn through doing. We're constantly looking for ways to demonstrate our values, and I think they're also used for decision-making. One of the things that I've noticed across all the nonprofits and foundations and businesses I've worked with of all sizes is that those who have shared values have a stronger culture and quite frankly are more growth oriented um, because they use those values they're active and alive in their day-to-day decision making. Jennifer? Thank you for joining me today and sharing your perspective on how the Patterson Foundation approaches its philanthropic work with joyful stewardship in ways others are not doing, cannot do, or will not do. To learn more about the Patterson Foundation, visit thepattersonfoundation.org. Listeners, thanks for joining us beyond the blog.